listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulang clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DNM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello. Hello. How are you? I have been mm. I have been hit by a tired cold flu thing. I don't yeah, but Something. I am so tired. <laughs> like this week I've been I haven't exercised at Did all. Did you go and work in your bed like you said you would? No, I ended up working on the dining oh. table because I was like that feels a little bit. And also because we had a meeting. I was like, I don't, I don't want to take a meeting. <laughs> I was bed. looking forward to seeing no. you come up on my screen <laughs> sitting in your bed. But I was cozy, so it was well fine. that's good. But I just, this week I've just been hit with this mm. cyclone of fatigue. Yeah. And I, like, I literally haven't exercised. I just, mm. I, I don't know. Well, there's a lot of colds going around. Yeah, but it's not like enough to be like, like, I feel, you know, when you're like, you're not. Like, you're not sick enough. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I but just feel really It's obviously tired. just like completely depleting you from energy. Maybe I just need to take, start taking my iron tablets again. It could be that oh. too. Could be that too. So do you not are you not on like a plan to continue taking them? Or did you just choose to stop taking them? I'm just forgetful. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Laws, that could be it. Yeah. It could be it. anyway. <laughs> your girl's tired. But 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 you know what's not tired? Hmm. Pilates. Pilates is I mean, having you might be tired if you've done one of her classes. Pilates is having a real moment at the and you know what? It's, it's all a never over. ending moment. Yeah, it's true. It's been I a don't big know when moment. it's oh, I reckon it only started a year ago this moment for Pilates. I mean, it's always been around. Yeah. But the thing with Pilates is some Pilates, if you choose to go to a studio or whatever, mm. or a reformer can mm. be like $70 a week. So yeah. we thought, we know at Kick Pilates mm. is so popular. Yeah. It's so good for you. And it's something that honestly, 10 years ago, when we used to go to KX Pilates together, do you yeah, remember? I do remember. And nothing against the type of classes. I just didn't like Pilates because I used to be very much about like, if you're not sweating, like yeah. it's not a proper yeah. workout, blah, blah, very bad way to, to think. It's absolutely not the case. I was like very much diet culture of mm. 2015. Yeah. But now I really like it. It helps so much, especially in strengthening the muscles that we don't use a lot. Yeah. But are important. It's such a good exercise type that complements so many different things. And I think that's what we're really excited about. So obviously we have like it over actually? exactly. We haven't even said because we're not launching a reform Pilates <laughs> no, studio. Not, not, not to worry. <laughs> we have already got over a hundred masterclasses um, of Pilates in the app. However, what we hadn't had until yesterday was a Pilates program that you can have and you can follow. And it is by the incredible Kika. And if you haven't tried Kika's classes before, she is an absolute pocket rocket and you'll feel the burn in places you didn't know you could. They Mm -hmm. are so epic. And this program is six weeks long. You can choose to have it pop up in your planner or your schedule one to five days a week. So it is a really good program if you are possibly following our run programs or have even started our lift program. Pilates is a really good complementive way to strengthen your muscles for both of those other programs. It's also a great program on its own. It is. And also yeah. when you said before you'll feel the burn in places you didn't think existed yeah. or you didn't know you could feel the burn. Yeah. Don't be worried at home because my my head went straight to in You my went vagina. sexual, didn't you? No, I just You always go I, sexual. It's not sexual. It's painful because no, all I thought of was <laughs> after you do if you go on a you bike. Feel the burn in your vagina. After you go on a bike. 
for the first time in a long time. It's true. You, you get a crutch burn. have pain yeah. for five days. Yeah. Oh, your coccyx That bone. you didn't think was possible. So not to worry. Not, no. The burn, it's not Seth's that. talking like in your glutes, in your yeah. calf. All the little in muscles. In your bicep. That you didn't know existed. Not like right up your vagina or anything like that. Nowhere that you're like, well, I didn't want pain here. That's always where your mind goes, may I say. Can I say that wasn't sexual? That was well, just trying to went protect to a sexual people. organ. Someone that has not tried. Is our vagina an organ? I don't <laughs> I looked think at Mandy so. like she's my do have source sex- of truth. Yeah, I know. I'm definitely not the person. <laughs> uh, I, need I think Google. our organs but- are brain, heart, liver, no, you pancreas. I'm with sexual organs. Siri, what is a sexual organ? <laughs> Vulva, which includes your vagina. Yep. Reproductive system. Which includes uterus, t- yeah, yeah, they're so, all organs. Thank you. Not everything to do down there is sexual because I was talking about pain. Yeah, that's not good. But why did I? We've really gone away. From we really this. have. But it is, what it I'm is saying very is exciting. there's no pain. No, there is no pain. Please don't worry about that. <laughs> um, it's it's very exciting, and a lot of our community have been asking for this, so we have been so excited to get it out and into the app. So we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I got sent a photo of my yearbook mm-hmm. the other day from mm-hmm. one of my girlfriends. Which yearbook is this? Like what Primary year? school yearbook. So like graduating six? Grade six. Yeah. And I read mine and I wanted to share it because I think it's, it just made me like, I, I think so often we put so much pressure on ourselves mm. to, I personally put a lot of, a lot of pressure on myself to it with comparison and I'm comparing myself to, you know, people that have been doing things so much longer than I have. And I have very high expectations on myself. And I think what that sometimes does is we forget how far we have come. Yeah. And we also forget, like, if you go back to yourself when you were, when I was in grade six, so Mm. when I was 11, like, if you think of that 11 year old and how proud they would be of Mm. where you are now, Mm -hmm. but it's so easy to forget that. So it really, it brought me back there. So I thought I would share it. And some of it, it's just so bizarre what I said. So we had to say our grade. We had to say a notable person. Mine was Grace Hopper. She was a mathematician slash scientist. That's adorable. <laughs> anyway. Future ambitions. Mm. I want to be on TV and go around the world. And go around the world. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I know this is it. It's called inner child. What's it called? In- I don't know what the technical thing is, but it's like when you're speaking to your inner child or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, there's a term that's I'm sure yeah. a psychologist could could tell us, yeah. but it's where you print a photo of yourself. Mm-hmm. I believe I've seen this on. Oh, I mean, a lot of, a celebrities, lot of celebrities have done it. it. Yeah, you print out a photo of yourself and you put it in your room, mm-hmm. and then when you or of, somewhere of, in your of house, you of when you, you when you were younger, yeah, yeah, not yeah. not just, now, yeah, you when you're now. a child, inner child therapy, yes. inner child therapy. Thank you, thank you, Oscar, and. You can look at that person and be like, that person would be so proud of you. But then also you look at them and you think about how you thought of yourself yeah, the at that age. Yeah. And I think it's really beautiful. It's it's so nice. And it, it's it's such a nice thing. I think I think mine, if I think back to what I wrote, it was I knew how much I was into like drama and being in front of the camera and stuff like that. And I literally had down singing, dancing, like professional singer, <laughs> dancer or actress. And then when I realized I wasn't good at any of those things, I wanted to be a model. But I, I, I just loved performing back then. And I think also, I think like a lot of kids probably do dream to have the ability to be able to travel the world and all that sort of stuff. And it does, it makes you think like, we've been so fortunate in mm. our experiences, so fortunate. And I don't think my 
child self would believe like what I do today. It's just absolutely crazy. And I think it is such a beautiful exercise to do because I remember myself at that age, I was so confident. I was like unstoppable. And I sometimes wish that I could have that feeling back. And like sometimes I get glimpses of it, but I just think it's such a beautiful exercise. And if anyone, if anyone can go back, not only is it, is it really nice because you can feel really proud about it, but I'm sure there's also some pretty funny dreams that some of us put down. Exactly right. And I think if you are currently right now, which I know having, you know, doubting ourselves and putting so much pressure on ourselves and always comparing ourselves to other people instead of how far we've come Mm. is really hard. But if you do feel like you need, need a moment right now to just kind of be like, no, I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. And and look at your your mm. photo of you as a child to be like look how look where I'm at now like look how I make people feel look at the relationships yeah in my life it's not about it I think so often we only think about success in terms of our career and it's not that. but life is 100%. so much more than that um, yeah. and and it's all the things that that you do that make you special I think sometimes it takes you know looking at your yourself as a child mm. to remind yourself of that so highly recommend doing that if, if it's helpful for you. So we are late to this party, but I wanted to go to the party. So we're attending. Okay. Okay. Just the girl dinner gate party. crashing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not joining it, but yeah. talking about it. Yes. So okay. anyone that thinks, oh, yes, this came out about three months ago. I know. We know. But we are. The party is 4 a.m. at the girl dinner party. Yep. We're coming now. We're like the parents that but roll in and turn the lights on and turn the music off. Talk about it. <laughs> you know? Get out so, of the house. I actually wasn't very across this girl dinner. Yeah. It just hadn't come onto my TikTok. Me neither. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And a few of our team members were sending it in and talking about it. This is my meal. I call this girl dinner. Girl, girl, girl dinner. dinner. Girl dinner. Girl, girl dinner. Basically what it is for anyone that also has is coming to the party at four o'clock in the morning, it's dinner basically that you make out of snacks I would say no a non-cooking dinner so you don't have to cook it you don't have to use dishes or anything and you get things from your fridge or cupboard Mm -hmm. and put it together onto a plate so it might be like cheese and toast and some fruit and some sporadic random chocolate or something random things yeah now first of all what I have found quite problematic and Mm. I want to acknowledge this it's not the core thing that I want to chat about today but what I want to acknowledge is how some of the girl dinners that I've mm. seen on my TikTok are not full meals yeah. and it is in some ways that I've seen glamorizing disordered eating. Yeah. So I think there's there's a yeah. it, it's problematic in yeah. that. Like having a small snack for dinner is not a meal mm-hmm. and it's not something and, and it's also it's you have to have nutritionally balanced meals. Yeah. That's that's really, really important. So I wanna I wanna acknowledge that. Mm. But what I wanted to talk about today was the mental load for women and what's come up within this girl dinner conversation. Mm. And I think this audio explains it really well. We have to talk about girl dinner and how it relates to the oppression of straight married women. When women marry men, they gain about seven hours of additional daily work, like cooking and cleaning and picking up around the house compared to single women. This is women without children. So women who marry men gain seven hours. Men lose an hour of daily work. So the difference for men is very small, but the difference for women is very big. Why? A couple of things. Single men and single women might both be eating girl dinner, but when women marry, they turn into wives and wives have different expectations than husbands. Women end up cooking more, doing their wifely duties because they're expected to. 
Men don't. Another consideration is that men who live at home with women who direct them or do most of the housework, give them lists, end up having lower standards when they move out on their own. They're fine with the stuff left on the ground or the tidying. And so the women who have higher expectations placed on them end up picking up the slack. Women are often raised to be efficient because they are fully in charge of picking up around the house. They see the inner workings and the way that the gears fit together. So women pick up as they go, whereas men don't always do that. I'm talking broad strokes here, but there is data that suggests that the way that boys are raised and girls are raised within the home and how they take responsibility for tasks ends up bleeding into adulthood. Boys age 15 to 17 have an hour more leisure time compared to girls. While boys are doing things like video gaming, again, this is rooted in data, girls are doing things like running errands, doing housework, and volunteering. Girls are raised with the knowledge that when they become wives, all of the social expectations of being a wife will fall on them. And so they internalize the need to learn those things. Men are not judged the same way that women are when they don't keep a pleasant space. Settling down means something different for husbands and wives. I hate cooking, but I fell into this trap and I tried to learn how I tried to like it when I became a wife. I feed my kids good food, but I'm a girl dinner girl. I'm a girl dinner wife. And that's okay. Eating pickles and chips for dinner doesn't make me a bad wife. Mm. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, we... Pickles and chips for dinner uh, every night, those on a balanced meal nutritionally. I get why she's tired, like pulled her back in the end though. And I understand that. And I think that's great because it's taking the pressure off. I completely agree with that. That audio to me is always really hard to hear because I feel so fortunate that that is not, I was gonna say, you know not what my I, life. Like you, you, you're not a yeah. pick up the off the ground. No, I'm not. Mess does not bother me. Yes. But it's also, we have found a balance in our relationship where the housework load is very evenly spread, if not more heavy on, on Josh, more so just because he spends more time in the house. But when it comes to cooking, looking after Harvey, cleaning, that sort of thing. It's pretty evenly split. And so when I hear that kind of audio, it makes me really sad because I know that that's not the Mm -hmm. case for everyone else. Um, And that unfortunately, a lot of it does generally lie on the woman. So I, 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 what I like about that audio is that it does speak to a, a bigger issue, of course. And I do agree that pulling the pressure off having to have like a home cooked meal every single night is also an important call. And I think the biggest thing for me in that audio was when when in a heterosexual relationship, mm-hmm. when you get married, and that data, it's American data, mm-hmm. but it, it was still a proper mm-hmm. study, women gain seven yeah. hours of unpaid like labour in the house yeah. and men lose an hour. And that's not even with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Can I chime in? Yes. I'm like so triggered by that audio because I grew up in quite a traditional sort of yep. family. So did my husband, both from like... The wife does this, the man works, the woman looks after, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That's my parents' relationship and that's my husband's parents' relationship. And so when I, I've been together with my now husband, Mike, for like 14 years. So I was like 19 when we met. And I feel like it's taken – because Mike, he's a good human. He's not like you do – you know, you expect this. But he's grown up in a family yeah, where, that's where that was the expectation. So I feel like – purely because we've been together so long and I've sort of almost trained him along the way. Mm. Like I still do have to say, no, this is how it, like we have to be equal, but mm. I do end up doing more. Mm. 
Because, and probably it's innate in me. It's mm. like, that's what's been built in that I have to do more. So I just naturally do. Mm. And I also have higher standards of what the house should, you know, how mm. tight it should be. But it does annoy me when I'm like, why do I have to tr- like train this out of you sort of thing? Yeah. But I feel like for, for women listening who think, oh my God, that's me. I think, and this, I feel like I have to say this to some of my friends, don't just do it. Yeah. Actually be upfront about it yeah. to your partner. Explain to them in a nice way, not in an attacking way. Mm. Hey, I'd really love it if we could both do this. Or like you've spoken about before, Laws, I think when you, let's say, are doing the dishes after dinner or whatever or tidying up before you relax on the couch, hey, we relax at the same time. Mm. So don't sit down before me mm. and I won't sit down before you. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's create rules in your house. Not rules, but like, mm. yeah. you know. I, and I do think you're right there, Mandy. I think, I think um, unfortunately, it does have a lot to do with what you grew up. I mean, again, I was extremely fortunate. My parents both cooked and they both cleaned and very much were, were very yeah. sharing, so, sharing that responsibility. So that's what I grew up with. Whereas my dad would literally sit there while my mum yeah. was clean. Like, she's st- they still do. Yeah. She's cleaning up. Yeah. She's going, oh, my God, I've got so much. And my dad's literally just chilling. Yeah. And I'm like, this is revolting. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. But this is what, where we can do something about it. Don't just do it because it's expected of you. Actually just speak up and mm. and be like, put your foot down. Like, I'm not doing this. If you see their shit lying around the house and, you're, and it yeah. annoys you, leave it there until yeah. they pick it up. And I think also for anyone out there who's like, you know, maybe the, the stay-at-home parent and you might have a partner, and I'm using parenting as an example because I think often people – you know, think the stay-at-home parent aren't technically working. However, they've got the hardest mm-hmm. job out of anyone because it never ends 24-7. Um, I think that's something that I've tried to, as I suppose as the working parent, is really put myself in his shoes, in Josh's shoes in our situation, because I know too many people, and, and again, more generally, it's the man that goes back to work in a heterosexual relationship, unfortunately. And what I've heard from friends is that, Again, it doesn't really come as natural and they think that they've got the excuse because they're at work all day that, that they're tired and mm. then they're too stressed and that they can't do anything, right? And I understand that to a point because I have been there, right? But at the same time, if you're not looking at what the stay-at-home parent is going through every day as work, including housework, then that's where the issue is because like the mental load of running a household and looking after a child as well, if you've got one, is just equally as stressful as it would be to be back at work and trying to do that and balance that. Yeah, and not to take away from the financial pressure that a lot of, in this case, men would Mm. feel. Mm. I get, because my husband has explained that to me, like there's a financial pressure that's probably more on him than there is on me because I earn less than him. Mm. And it's kind of like he has that mental load of shit. If I don't earn enough money because he runs a business, Mm -hmm. it's not like a regular salary. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. he's thinking, well, if I don't, earn enough this month or the sales are down or whatever, then that's a lot of pressure on him mentally that I probably don't have to worry about because mm. I get a salary in the same amount every month and whatever. Mm. So, yes, I understand that it works both ways, but mm. I also think, well, we're both eating dinner. We're exactly. both we're both wanting clean clothes. Yeah. We're both, you know, wanting a clean house. So, sure. you know, and I'm working mm. just as many hours, Yeah, you know. So, yeah, anyway, just food for thought, I guess. <laughs> I would love to know from the listeners – if you have got work, because it's really the emotional load is mm. fucking hard to mm. work through. You also don't want to be, I hate, my, I, I don't know why, but I feel, I, sometimes I go into this nagging, mm. like I feel like I'm Same. nagging and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Right. 
and and I'm saying this like mm. similar to you, Steph, like where we have a relationship that it's very balanced in yeah. terms of who does what. Mm. I would love to know from everyone any techniques because I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with in yeah. relationships. Techniques that you have or tools or yeah. strategies that you've worked through with your partner. Even ways of approaching the conversation. Exactly right. Yeah. In how you have split the mental load. Yeah. And it's not the load to then you write the list for them. No. It's it's the load. Yeah. How, how have you split that? How have you worked through it? And, and how, yeah, how have you made it work? Because I think it's, it's very, very helpful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What is it time for? What is it time for? Special share. What have you got? I reckon we've got the same, same one, so I've got to back up. Okay, great. It is the Inspired Unemployed Impractical Jokers. The Inspired Unemployed Boys have got a new show and it is just Which is on Channel so 10 funny. and Paramount Plus. It showed on Channel 10, yeah, and I believe it's showing weekly maybe. But I binged the episodes on Paramount Plus because I just I already found finished it so it. funny. Really? Yeah. Oh I mean, God, they're so amazing. short. Well, so I got four episodes in and then my mum was over with me last night and so I ended up re-watching two with her because I didn't want to get ahead because Josh is enjoying it so much too. So it's so funny. And I think what I love about it is it's like it's pretty basic as in like the concept is yeah. pretty basic, right? It's practical jokes, but it's just so funny and easy to watch. And I just found myself like literally almost in tears of laughter. And I just kind of miss watching television that gets me in that mood. Yeah, you know? I agree. It was. It is just such yeah. easy watching. Mm. You made me feel bad that I have watched it because I went ahead of Dalton last <laughs> night. But it was because he didn't communicate that he was going out for dinner last night. Oh, well, so I was like, yeah, well. Punishment is I'm going to keep Get watching ahead. this show yeah. because so now when he's watching it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. this part's really yeah. funny. <laughs> I loved and any of anyone, what was your favorite segment? Well, I mean, I think they started strong. The receptionist Same. scene in that the first was my episode favorite. was so funny. And I don't want to give anything away for anyone that's watching it, you know, on Channel 10. Like, I don't want to talk about the future episodes. I won't give it away, but okay. there's one challenge, which is a TV panel. It is. That's actually, that was my, it was the hardest thing I've to watch in the whole that. world. Yeah. Cause Can I was, chime in? Yeah. Laws, is that the project? The project. Yeah. So I'm, I'm up to, um, I've only watched episode one, which was on Channel 10. Yes. And they showed in a preview that they yes, are on I the panel yeah. for. So that's out, that's yeah. out in the open. I want to know. <laughs> the preview's been out. I want to know mm. because that, the preview of that, it's way worse. Oh it my is, God. It is just, and I think in the preview, they literally, it's Falcon on the panel. Yeah. And they say, is it live like, TV? what's been down to your, well, yes, I don't know. I really oh, would love okay. to I reckon break it the, the third wall. What are you called? Fourth the third wall. wall? The, the fourth, fourth wall. wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know if they I don't knew. reckon. Their reactions, though, were so good because mm. they asked, um, it was actually Jesse Stevens is on the mm. panel mm. and then they also have their regular, their kind of regulars. Mm. And so there's the part that you see in the preview is where they say like, oh, you know, you've been so successful. Like what's been the read like <laughs> what do you put it down yeah. to and he said nothing he goes nothing next, next question. question yeah that part's in the preview it gets, yeah. but it gets it is so for hilarious it yet or doesn't understand basically what the, there's there's four of them and while one of them is in within this like real life kind of so the receptionist one for example yeah. in the first episode they are sitting in a receptionist chair in a room and a like a genuine person who has no idea they're being filmed comes in 
and they have to do and say whatever the other three boys on the other end of this earpiece <laughs> says. Yeah, there's someone in their ear going like, "There's a balloon in your in your drawer. Yeah. Get it out." That was my favorite. That part. was so. That's, that's so that when he was doing that and just staring yeah. at it. So her, he's literally he's got a balloon. Well, spoiler for one of them, but he's got a balloon. He has to blow <laughs> blow it up until first blow it up and then release the air really slowly. So it's going. While while there's someone sitting in the reception talking to him, yeah, it get, and she it gets doesn't funnier. even blink though. It's Do you know what strange. I want to know? It's Jack and Falcon. They're the the two yeah. originals, yeah. and then obviously they've got their group of friends. Yeah, isn't there more than four of them? Yeah, there's heaps of them. I wonder. How, I do I want to know how they chose. chose. So well, it might be like just life situation. I think it's so so. Lee, is it Liam? Liam and Dom. So Dom Dom's in all of their video. Like he, yeah. but the, also they live. The four of them live together. Yeah, they don't do. they? They're still roommates. So Liam lives with them, and I think he just ends up being in more of their videos and stuff. And he's always on their podcast and whatever. And um, I think it's Dom's a given sort of thing. And so I just thought about that. I was like, that could have been a tough conversation, being like, you were the chosen two. <laughs> That's <for our> true. <laughs> it just made me feel a bit uncomfortable. Not, not, there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I wanted how they navigate. It's like that. choosing your bridal party. Anyway, it's very, very funny. Very, very funny. And I've got a funny one too. Mm. Great. Did you watch Thank God You're Here when you were growing up? Yes. Yes. We used to watch it because yes. we weren't allowed to watch a lot of TV. As I've spoken it. about, it was we were allowed to watch mm. that show. We'd watch as a as a family. Mm. And it's, it's back, back. Isn't it? yes. And it's just the best memory. Is it still as to good? Watch. Yeah, it's really good. Oh my God. Okay. It's I'll watch really, that. really good. That I highly recommend. Oh, it's on Channel 10. Funny. Can I say oh. Channel 10 would be loving that yeah, these special shares right now? <laughs> no, but seriously, that's the kind of TV I have time for at the moment. Mm. Just make me laugh. Yeah, it is. It's very funny. Yeah. So highly recommend that. Okay, that's the end. <laughs> that is the end. Okay, the that's the end. If you would like to try the new Pilates program, yeah. we have got a seven-day free trial. You can download the Kick app if you search Kick on the App Store. You can also find us on our website, kickapp.com. You can find us on Insta at kickpod. Send us your DMs. Mm. We love them so much. Mm. Any thoughts on the show? Give us a follow. We'd love if you want. We'd really appreciate that. That Mm. would be amazing. That's how you can support the show. And you can also find us on social media at Stephanie Smith, at Laura.Henshaw on TikTok and Instagram. Yes. And on threads, but who's been back on there (laughs) since it launched? (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) 